There are many ways people listen to vision, including on smart speakers. Just tell your smart speakers to play Vision Christian Radio. Alexa, play Vision Christian Radio. Vision. Yep, it really is that easy. You can also say, play V180 Radio for our music channel. It's just another way that Vision is helping you look to God daily. Portions of the day's programming are reproduced by means of electrical transcriptions or tape recordings. Songs that changed you. Welcome to the first edition of Songs That Changed You, where we talk music. Now, I'm not asking my guests to pick their favorite song or one particular song that is the be-all and end-all. No, it's a song that changed you, and that could be many different songs. But today, we are discussing a song from uh, Phil McArath, who joins me in the studio, uh, local pastor, father... Is there any other titles that you'd like me to introduce you as? Uh, yeah, 1996 best team man for the Sajuna Football Club under-16s. So if we can include that, that would be great. Great. Well, thank you very much for joining me. Yeah, no worries. I'm pumped to be here. I'm excited. What is the song that you have chosen that uh, changed you? What song changed you, Phil? Well, I've chosen Clear to Pass, which is Anaskeptic. That whole album really was like an awakening for me. So we're it, talking 2003. It's the Aurora yep. album, which was their second release. Yeah. How old were you at the time? Where were you? When did you sort of come yeah, across this? I would have been 21, 22. So to understand, um, you know, for myself, I grew up in Sejuna on the West Coast as a Christian. You know, as, as I grew up in a Christian household, my parents were pastors and you know, you've got to understand about Sejuna. There was only one TV station. There was uh, ABC Radio or Sejuna Community Radio. Uh-huh. So we weren't really exposed to music except through my friends. There was I had no friends that were that were Christians growing up. So it was listening to music that they were listening to. And my life was spent probably in my teenage years in the 90s trying to find music that related to me music that you know wasn't my parents like latest Darlene Check or Hillsong album which sure. which is beautiful and has its place but sure. song that I could listen to and identify with and I remember I'd get the Curon catalog uh, sent to our house and I'd be just patrolling through it trying to find something worth listening to but, and but you're also looking at a catalog and you don't really know you're, you're judging it by the front cover of an album or, or it's something you know like you, you don't have that chance to just jump on the internet and check out a couple of songs. Oh, yeah, this is for me. Oh, internet is a game changer. Like Apple Music, like you can just listen to something and then not listen to it. Like you had to yeah, look at the album cover in a catalogue, order it in, which may take a couple of weeks, and then uh, 
listen to it and then make the decision. Is this a good album or not? Hopefully you I hit, remember that's hit how gold. I, yeah, that's how I got onto Delirious, you know, the King of Fools album. I remember yep. you would rip out the back page of the Curon catalogue, fill in the catalogue number, post it into Curon. You know, you do all of that. <laughs> yeah. I got that that album, which was fantastic. And the wonder of it all is just So I was always looking for music, and so it wasn't until I moved to Adelaide uh, to do Bible college, and then I started volunteering here at Life FM, that I started to be exposed to good Christian music, um, good music with a great message, but actually like awesome music with awesome people. That so, actually connected with something that you actually enjoyed. Yeah, that's right. It, it struck something within me, had a great message. For me, it was like an awakening. So from... This and, and hearing and a skeptic and hearing this album, we were able to go to gigs and then my world has opened up to all this Australian as well, Christian music that was legitimately awesome, you know. So we're talking roughly 20 years ago and a skeptic were touring around constantly. Uh, were, you, were you heading along to shows when they were here in Adelaide? Yeah, we went to a couple of shows here in Adelaide, which was fantastic as well because... Um, you know, growing up without a good solid friend base of healthy Christian friends, you know, I'd go out with my friends and they'd all just be drinking and getting like wrecked and, and, and they're having a great time, but I'm not having a great time. So I was able to go out with a good bunch of mates and obviously Sarah and I were were dating at that time as well. We've been married 18 years now, um, but we were dating and so we were going to places that normally I would have gone with my friends and just watch them you know, get blackout drunk, and I would have gone. Well, this is this is awesome. I'm twiddling so thumbs on the sideline. Yeah, yeah, I'm so pumped. I'm here with my glass of milk on the side. You know, <laughs> so to be able to go and to go to these great venues and awesome local venues like the Gav, and to go with my mates, have a great time, listen to some great music, and at the end of it, just feel pumped and feel awesome. You know, it was a really new experience for me. I really love that because music has the power to really connect people and you found your crowd and you found where you fitted. There'd be so many stories like this where young Christians were like, oh, I can connect with this. This is something for me. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, and I don't have to, you know, listen to um, whatever random 90s worship album or you know which are great and have their place but this is something that's not my parents and that's a part of our own journey in faith is finding our own faith and not what we're inheriting from our parents and and from our family but this is part of me finding my identity in Christ and my identity as a Christian you know I've actually got something that's mine and that I'll listen to and that I'll love and and I identify with and I've got a group of friends as well now that really um, identify with that as well and this is also the period and I remember you know looking back I'm just almost 41 now but I think that everyone has in their lifetime that one summer and for me it was I'd finished Bible college and I hadn't started working so it was sort of like December January footloose fancy free Sarah and I were dating and this is kind of like the song of that summer you know this is or the album of that summer so we would put this on the car, six-stacker CD player, you know, as yep. we're driving to Aldinga or as we're driving to the beach and just as we're we're doing life and living living life and having that awesome summer. So this is the song that not only represents, you know, my transition in my own journey, but also this represents that summer, that summer of fun, that summer of before you 
enter into adulthood where you've got mortgages and rent and bills to pay and all of that sort of stuff hits you. So this is like a, a fun time in my life. Not that my life is fun now. <laughs> it's just different, right? So. Well, it's different. And let, let's talk about that. You're a dad of two young girls. What are they listening to these days? And are you trying to force your music and, or do they need to find their own to connect with and things? Yeah, absolutely. I try to force my um, listening genre onto them. <laughs> but, uh, for example, today as we were driving here, I played a few of the Antiseptic songs to them and... Uh, they were a little bit unimpressed, um, and so as soon as I'd finished playing, they put on the High School Musical 2 soundtrack and uh, started singing along beautifully. They're probably in a different phase of their journey, musical journey, and I guess we can continue to educate, though, continue to bring them along that journey, and Absolutely. maybe we'll get them there. So, am I hearing correctly that they were heard Anaskeptic for the first time today? Yeah. Oh, well, I'm disappointed in your parenting. I'm going to be honest with you. How is it they've got to, you know, teenage years and not heard it yet? Yeah, okay. I'll take that on the chin. <laughs> I, hear, I hear that. I hear that. I would have played it in the background, but it's the first time I've actually sat them down and said, now listen to this. Yep. It's a fine balance of being a dad of like forcing what you like onto your kids and, and then hoping that they just discover it on their own and find their own little thing that they can yeah, that's right. for. Well, let's play it for everyone now. This is Anaskeptic with Clear to Pass. Uh, Phil, thank you very much. Thanks for having me.
that was another episode of Songs That Changed You on Vision. If you missed any of our chat or want to hear more episodes, search for Songs That Changed You in Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get podcasts. My name is Aiden. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.